Hello and welcome to That Film's Due. I'm Lou. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Spiral from the Book of Saw. Directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, Spiral is the ninth instalment in the Saw franchise. Thanks to Anarchy PR, we were able to check this one out. Uh, the movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Spiral from the Book of Saw yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. The original creators of the series, James Wan and Lee Winnell, serve as executive producers alongside Chris Rock, who wanted to branch out into the horror genre. Rock was heavily involved in the development of this instalment with a conscientious effort to go in a new direction following the Spearig Brothers jigsaw. Jason, you have the plot. Working in the shadow of his father, Detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks, played by Chris Rock, and his rookie partner, played by Max Minghella, take charge of an investigation into grisly murders that are eerily reminiscent of the city's gruesome past. Unwittingly entrapped in a deepening mystery, Zeke finds himself at the centre of the killer's morbid game. You pointed out to me just before we hit record today that um, this is the first time we've actually, yeah, that we're reviewing a Saw movie. I mean, I had to point out to you that we did not actually review Jigsaw. And I only recently (laughs) watched it maybe three weeks ago. It's one of the Saw movies I just not quite got to. And when I finally did, I realised I wasn't, I wasn't missing much with with that movie <laughs> but the Saw franchise I mean it's something that at a time was massive and then it kind of went away until now when did you start watching Saw when did I start or uh, the first movie stop. what was your first experience um oddly enough the fourth one that was the first one I watched watched it and I was like, well, okay, I have no idea what's going on, but this is really cool. I went back and I watched the rest of them. And then from then on, I, I continued and it became like, I mean, the movies were an annual sort of tradition every year, you know, like you'd get a new one. And, um, you know, a lot of people have criticized them for, you know, obviously just being, you know, like that gore porn kind of, kind of thing. And like the, stories became like so convoluted and the fact that the jigsaw character was killed in the third movie except his presence is like in every single one following like how do they keep doing it but it's you know what if you watch them all like all the movies together i'm not including jigsaw but if you watch all the movies together it really does play like a really intense tv series like it they're all very thematically the same the I think it, what is it? The the seventh, I think what they called the final chapter was, was not great. It was the one they tried to do in 3d. It was, ah, oh, I, I just, so you know, like I watched all the Saw movies again, leading up to, to this movie. And it was really, really fun until that movie, that 3d <laughs> one where it was just, it didn't make any sense. The acting was horrible. All the blood was pink, which was like a technical thing. Um, and then previously I I thought, Jigsaw was the worst of the lot, but having watched it again, it wasn't that bad. It was okay. But it, I guess it was their first attempt to um, try and change the franchise a bit, go into a little bit of a different direction. But at the end of it, it was kind of like, no, nah, you guys have just kind of done the same thing. But, you know, it was a fun twist at the end. But now we have, we're here. Chris Rock starring in a 
in a Saw movie. And it is a Saw movie. It's not. It's, it's really yes, not of course, trying not of course to it be. Is. Of course it is. I just want to quickly add, though, I didn't think you were going to ask me, but I, I was there at the beginning. Opening weekend, Saw at the cinema. <laughs> Sorry. And the first few of them, like most of them, I did actually see at the cinema. The first one, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I'm sure you're going to ask me, Jason, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. <laughs> but at the time, like watched it with the mates and it was just excellent. And it set a high standard at the time. And, you know, the, I enjoyed the twist in the second one. And then as the movies progressed, the more that we got shown flashbacks to people helping John, it just <laughs> took so crazy. much away from that character because it was so mysterious about how this guy was doing all these things. And then you find out that he had all these assistants running around helping him. But that was, the, that was those movies. Let's do, let's <laughs> like, talk Spiral. I mean, only, you tried to move us on He only had two. He really only had two. <laughs> and then in the seventh one, you found out that it's like, it wasn't assisting him, but he had a bit of help from, <laughs> from a third. But yeah, anyway. But this movie, help, though, this it, it just, yes, uh, I thought it important what? just to address our history <laughs> with Saul, knowing that we'd not actually reviewed any of these before. And in the world of horror, you know, again, like at a time, these movies were huge. And I guess with Spiral, they're hoping to kickstart it again. But yes, Chris Rock, I remember when it was announced, it just seemed so crazy, I think to, to the both of us that Chris Rock was not only starring in this movie, but he was heavily involved. And then on the back of that, they cast Samuel L. Jackson as his dad. You're like, what is going on? Because those mm. other Saw movies, I mean, the second one of Donnie Wahlberg, I mean, <laughs> they weren't going I mean, to star power. Oh, but then again, the first one did... Danny Glover. Glover. Danny Glover, yes. come on. That's and look, true. and there were, some, there were some people that you recognize and you know but not like but no i think not Sam i think Jackson, the first, chris rock yeah the first weird thing or i guess the biggest departure from the main uh series thus far has been like yeah like we've never had like big names in the in these role and i mean you know samuel jackson's role in this is not huge it's not like a starring role but he's still featured you know quite prominently and but like this really is Chris Rock's movie. And you're right, like, you know, involved in the production, the, the concept, the development of, of this movie, you know, like I think he, he pitched the, the basic idea and yeah, it really is something not just new for him, but you know, like aesthetically, this movie is, is quite different to what we've had before. Nice and yes. glossy, nice and shiny. It, it is. And what I really enjoyed about this movie was the shift in focus. Whereas before, it was about Jigsaw, the traps, the victims, and then the cops would come in and out of the story. The cops would always be around, but it wasn't about the cops. Whereas the flipped it with this movie, it is actually about the cops, but then everything else is happening in the background. So again, the, the flipped it, I really enjoyed following the, the investigation, the perspective from the police. And I'll, I'll say this, I reckon the best thing about this movie is Chris Rock. Which I is really, baffling, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's the funny guy, you know, whether it's stand-up, comedy movies, you know, that is what he's known for. But in this, we're getting his detective 
Ezekiel Banks, also known as Zeke. And he plays it so well. He plays it straight. Like you, you get the trauma that this guy has had to deal with. And he reminded me of the movie Bad Company that came out maybe 20 years ago, a long time ago now. Maybe not as many years as that, where it's Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins. It was a Jerry Bruckheimer produced movie. And it was essentially like an action comedy thriller. And I guess they were looking at what they did with Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cut back in the 80s. And they were looking at Chris Rock to do something like that. In that movie, he's not there. In this movie, though, I reckon he'd be really <laughs> good at doing something like that. I really enjoyed him as Zeke. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, look, I think if we're going to, if if anything comes out of this movie, it's, it's the fact that, like, you know what, Chris Chris Rock has the has the chops to do something more than comedy, you know, like whether it's, you know, drama or, you know, like like this. Like, I mean, even though this is within the horror genre and stuff, it's like, you know, it's, it, this, it's still a dramatic role that he's, he's pulling off and you know like the face he makes every time he's he's thinking or he's concerned it's very like it's very yeah. serious <laughs> yeah <laughs> very I mean, serious. It, it is and uh, if you're looking at if you look at stills from this movie that face that he's pulling that you're talking about that's he's always squinting go, it seems to be his one go-to face <laughs> but it's okay it's a good face and he he, does it well. he can develop he's got room to grow he's got room to honestly but, you know like he, he yeah, but he is—he really is so good in this. You know, because often, right, in these movies, like, you know, whether it's horror, action or whatever, you'll have cops crack-wise. And you're getting Zeke do that at the beginning of this movie. But it's Chris Rock. So it's just, it's perfection. Oh. Like, when, you know, when, <laughs> when you goes, first, you, you, the first time you, you, you meet him, he's delivering stand-up about Forrest Gump. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And you know, you know how, how much I love how much I love Forrest Gump and it's, it's, he's literally de- delivering stand-up, but that's what, okay, he's not literally doing, but that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing in that scene. Obviously he's undercover, even though he shouldn't be. It's great. Like, and throughout the movie, there's, there's bits of him being able to be funny, but like, not like, not like a comedian, just be funny because that's his personality, you know, like he'll, he'll just, you know, say things, express himself in a bit, you know, just yell at someone because they're sort of, sort of annoying him. And it's like, that it comes across as humorous, but in a very like real world kind of way, which, which is cool. So, you know, they were able to still use him and not just be like your deadpan full on serious. Really good. Yeah. yeah really really good. He's, he's delivering the jokes. We knew you could do that. Uh, but then yeah, the drama, we're getting that. And he's also in that, um, this is turned into like a Chris Rock appreciation <laughs> episode. <laughs> but he's in the latest season of Fargo. I want to check that out. He's the lead in that show. But anyway, we should probably like move on from, from Chris Rock. We mentioned Sam Jackson already. We, we can go through the cast, and we, and we definitely can. But with Saw movies, it, it, it's always been about the traps and... What are they going to be? They're often gory. And it's what put me off watching Saw films later on because I wasn't as interested in them as I used to be, if I'm honest. So as soon as we get the first trap in the movie, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, jeez. Here we go. And it's... And it's I feel like, I, feel like I had like, a... <laughs> it's not I had a different experience with that. That first trap, and I'll get, to, I'll get to the traps and how I feel about them as a whole, but I've got to say, that first trap, I was like... Yeah, you know, it was like they had like the same sort of like visual 
sort of techniques with the camera and like you know the fast like back and forth the i don't know the music i it just felt I don't know, it was dark and gritty in that little subway sort of line that they were, they, that guy was in. I just felt like, I was like, oh, we're back. Okay, this is, you know, following following Jigsaw. I was like, ah, oh. something wasn't quite right about it. And I was like, oh, we're back. After that, though, I feel like the traps, it just didn't work for me. Like, they just didn't feel like Saw after that. They were all very, they were very quick and I'm not just about this the, the screen time that we had on them but the actual traps themselves like the the characters that were in them were given 60 seconds to uh, consider a choice make the choice and then get out of the trap by following through with the choice and I just feel like the 60 seconds that was put into the game just didn't work it was, it was too quick and even when you had characters deciding that they're like okay I'm gonna do what I need to do to get out. They couldn't do it because the trap didn't allow them to do it. Having said that, you know, obviously this isn't Jigsaw doing these traps. This that's, is yes, a that's new what I was character. Say. I was but I was gonna go in a different uh, direction initially and bypass the traps and come back. But whilst we're talking about the traps, for me the big takeaway straight away is that this copycat killer, again, it's not Jigsaw. Jigsaw legitimately gave people a chance to change, yep. to wrong their past mistakes. And there's a horrific path for them to take, but there is a chance at survival. You're talking about 60 seconds with this copycat killer. He's got no intention of his victims surviving. That's not the point. So he is using what Jigsaw had done previously. I mean, this movie is from the Book of Saw, very much in that world. But this new killer, the idea isn't for these people to survive. He's no, he's literally, the I mean, yes, I think he's literally using them to yeah. kill people. That's if, what it is. Not whereas Jigsaw, you know, you can you can sort of see that grey area of okay, there is a method, there's a code to what he's doing. He believes he's doing the right thing. Whereas this villain or this killer is he's literally just killing people. If in these elaborate contraptions. If in this movie it was still supposed to be John and it was 60 seconds, it wasn't possible for people to, to yeah. survive the traps, I'd be completely with you. But the fact that this is a copycat and he's just using what Jigsaw has used previously. Because all he cares about is, is killing cops. There's, there's a twist to this movie. And if I'm honest, it's a shit one because... I mean, when it's because you worked it out, really you is, worked it out. It is ridiculous, mate. Again, like with that first Saw movie, I, I don't care. Like people do, you know, some people have said, I knew it all along. I knew it was always in the room. Spoiler for that old movie. But come on, did you really? Did you really? No one know? knew that. But people, I got to say, like with the sixth sense, people say they knew that as well. So come on. The funnest, I, I got to say, the funnest part of, you know, the, the let's call it like the original. So even Jigsaw had a pretty good twist at the end. I was like, oh, hang on. That's, you know, a pretty nifty, different sort of timeline that we've been watching. But I always find when I get to the end of a Saw movie, there's been so much shit going on that when, you know, that music starts playing, 
um, and we're getting all the like the quick flashes to all the clues that we were supposed to have worked out, even though some of them don't make any bloody sense because it's all just gibberish, um, like you know riddles and stuff. I don't know. They're always kind of fun. They're always like, oh well, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Even if they're stupid, they're always like, oh wicked, because no one, no one can ever work out these these saw movies. And if they did, they're lying to you. They're always like, but this movie, this movie, this movie, mm. it's like, of course it was him. Mate, like, I'm, I'm just going to say it now, get it out of the way, and then we can continue talking about sure. it. So we should probably mention Max Minghella is Detective William Schneck. <laughs> it's so obvious. Beginning of the movie, <laughs> now, we already knew at that point that there was corruption in the police department, and he looked up at the picture of Sam Jackson's character, Marcus, and Schneck says, your dad, he's the, re- he's the whole reason why I'm here doing this. And you're like, yep. It's yep, him. him. Look, uh, he's the killer. killer. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that he was going to be the son of that, that guy, that, or the witness that was killed. I mean, I, I didn't have the details, but you just knew that it was yeah. going to be him. Yeah, I didn't just know. Yeah. I mean, we'd not got to that sucks. kid yet, so like, I don't. I didn't that, know yes. at the time. But it's, so, you, yes, it's very obvious that it's him. And then, just in case, as the audience, you were unsure, this character who they'd introduced early on as Zeke's new partner, you spend a lot of time with him in the movie, and then he dies off camera, and you're like, off "Come camera. on, yeah. come on, we we know like what's if going you've on watched." Here. Not just like the other the previous eight <laughs> watched, Saw movies. Yeah. <laughs> if you see if you any don't movies see on TV. Body, <laughs> but especially these Saw movies. If you don't see the body dead, that character will be back. <laughs> like, yeah, they cut off their foot and then they left the room. Okay, did you uh, see them die? I'll be back. And, and they were. Again, like, it's... You've, it's, <laughs> you've got uh, a flashback of Marcus and Captain Angie Gaza. And she's basically saying, we've done corrupt things before. We, we, you know, we, we'll just do it again. And you're like, yeah, well, <laughs> she's going to be a victim. It, it's just the whole movie. Like, it was just very pain by numbers and I just I felt as though so I get I'd love to know when did that first Saw movie come out because it wasn't believe... quite, it wouldn't have been 20 years ago would it maybe no, like between... 2003 I want to say at a, at a guess let okay, me okay so it's over 15 years old and I I watched it 2004 2004 okay so I watched it Close. when I was in college now here we are all these years later because of how Obviously, it was playing out. I was thinking, well, maybe they're not looking for the audience that watched those first movies at the time of release. Maybe they just, I mean, they think it's R-rated, but maybe they're looking for like a new, younger audience because it was just too too predictable for me as a grown-up. <laughs> you, know you know how I said obvious. I, I rewatched. You know, how I said I rewatched all the the like the previous Saw movies, even though I'd seen them all before. When we were me and the wife. We, we were rewatching some of the twists. I felt like I was watching them for the first time and experienced it. Cause I'd just forgotten. And I still couldn't work out half the stuff that was going on until it was told to me. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's how like, I don't know. They're just so much better. And then this was just, okay. Like, yeah. 
yeah, like, uh, you know, th- that's the thing. I, I was like, even if this movie's shit, as long as we get to the end that saw music starts playing, I get some like crazy convoluted reveal. I'd, I'll be a happy guy leaving the cinema. But we get to that moment. They do that. They play the music. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I don't care anymore because I knew 50 minutes ago. Like, I did still... Yeah. I did still like, I liked the music. I mean, the music, you know. Well, the music was cool, like knocking the music. But but it's the music from that movie from all those years ago. Yeah. Although, like for this film, I'm not sure if you're familiar with rapper 21 Savage. I wasn't until this movie. I can't say it. Well, he recorded Spiral for the movie soundtrack and a music video for the song was released on May 1st of this year containing additional unseen clips from the movie. Now, that I like. Remember those days when a movie yeah. would have a tiny yeah. song and a music video and the actors yeah. would appear, sometimes repurposed footage, or sometimes the actors would be there interacting with the, with the musician. I miss those days. Anyway, for this movie, <laughs> they, they did that. So that was um, good, I guess. So they were out promoting, <laughs> and then the, that, the movie uh, was composed by Charlie Closer. Don't know anything else that he's done, uh, but I'm assuming that he was contributing to that theme that we like. I just, again, such a strong performance from from Chris Rock, and then the rest of this movie it's just so so predictable. I just I felt flat, if I'm honest, like walking out of out of yeah. this movie. No, it it's strange because it's like. The movie, as in, like, uh, like as a production, is actually well made. You know, like I said, it's got this very shiny, glossy look to it. It looks like there's, you know, they've they've given it a bit of a budget. They've spent money on this. It, it looks good. It's well made. Um, I mean, I guess I can say it's well directed because, you know, like I feel like, um, you know, what the characters are doing and the performances, like we're getting good stuff. It's just, it's just the the actual core part of the story. Like there's story beats here and things that Chris Rock's character is going through that I'm like, okay, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm with this character, you know, the stuff with his dad, Samuel Jackson, um, you know, the stuff with the captain, you know, like there's, there's stuff there. And then, and then when his character believes that, you know, like his rookie partner is, is dead, we all know that he's not, but you know, he's sort of experiencing something and I'm there with him enjoying, you know, like feeling that with him, but yeah, yeah, it all I, falls apart I, because it's I kind of meaningless. Though yeah. All those things that you've praised, it could be a different movie. It could just be a different movie, not this one. Yeah. Take the Saw well, like I said, out, and it's a different cop movie. Because the, the Saw stuff in this, like, I didn't like. You know, like, like I said, the traps were... I know there's a reason that they're very different, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, um, it's not sore. Like, it's not sore. There's even, there's a trap that you see, and before we see that character in that trap, we're told that that character's dead from that trap. So when we're watching that character in the trap, we know that yeah. he's not going to make it. So we're yeah, really just watching, yeah. we're just watching the violence, I Which guess. Just and it's like, makes you feel weird. What? Like it's a like, weird what's the feeling? point? Yeah, because oh, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, like, I'm not on the edge of my seat. I'm no. just waiting for him, his fingers to get pulled apart. Like, that's... A guy die. So he, I was like, what are they doing? Like, 
why would you tell us that character like oh to make it like more like a cop procedural okay yeah. but and i liked you know, all that this stuff. is meant to be I... I enjoyed the well, um, like no, it was good, procedural stuff. You know, but then all looking... the saw elements were yeah. yeah. Well, saw elements. I was looking. I didn't realize that the director of this movie, which is interesting, because they're looking at this being well, it's like a soft reboot. I know they kind of tried that with Jigsaw as well. Or this guy did previous. In this guy did previous direction. Already. Well, that's what I was going to say. The director he directed Saw two, three, and four. So like, I know, like those ones. <laughs> yeah, well, so they've they've gone to gone to the right guy, and and it's interesting as well. I was looking into it, and at one point, this movie, it wasn't going to be called Spiral. It had a working title of The Organ Donor. That well, that's a working a title, though, isn't it? That's that's still like though. It's like... what they, it's what they started off with, and obviously they ended up with the title that we got for for the movie. But interesting. I mean, they should have just called it Saw Semicolon Spiral. Like, what's well, you know, they've got a Saw in there. It's spiral Semicolon from the book of Saw. <laughs> and they get to use the Saw logo in that, which is, which is a nice touch. But we should probably talk about Saw 10 because this is not Saw 10. Like, Spiral very much is its own thing. In well, April. This would be Saw 9. This would be Saw 9. Oh, that's true. Mm. Okay, so yes, let's actually talk about Saw 9 then, because this isn't that. So in April didn't they, year, didn't they, a, sorry, didn't they announce well, Saw X? Tell you, just let me tell you. A sequel sorry, film sorry, titled sorry, sorry. Saw... <laughs> oh, I've lost my train of thought now. Well, basically what they were saying is that <laughs> this movie isn't Saw 9. Like, just because this movie exists, it doesn't mean there isn't going to be a Saw 9. So yes, there was conversation started in April of this year about a Saw 10. Right. But then the director of this movie came out to say, well, hang on, people have gotten a bit carried away because we can't be talking or greenlighting Saw 10 because Saw 9 hasn't happened. So we could still get a genuine follow-up to Jigsaw. So oh, nobody wants see, that. <laughs> I guess the way to see how this movie performs, but then there's also talks of a Saw TV show as well, which is also yeah. meant to be happening. But this movie, they want you to know that it's it is not actually Saw Night. It is it's its own. I I I can just see them doing another movie, and it probably won't be called Saw X or or whatever, but. It'll just be the sequel to this movie, and then at some point they'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's the tenth Saw movie," and they'll just go back on what they just said. But I'm maybe, like, but you hey, know what? Before... Whether whether it's you know due to COVID, cinemas, you know, people not being able to get out, and now they can. This movie's performing well, especially for an R-rated movie at the box office. So who knows? Always good. Could get always good to see sequel. Spirals. They can have that. <laughs> Spirals. You You're welcome. Uh... <laughs> What did what did you think? What did you think of the puppet? So oh, the we pig. don't have Billy the puppet, the pig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've got that connection to the original Saw movies. Like even in that first movie, he had the pig mask. So it yeah, still okay. feels like Saw. But yeah, kind of miss Billy. And and what did you think of the the recordings for the game? Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's not how you do it. That's not how you do a Saw film. 
<laughs> I mean, you're saying all the right things. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I just want to say I agree. Yep, cool. I just, yep, yep. It just didn't work. Just Let's, um, just hang on, hang on. Let's rate it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel as though we have, but let's, um, let's officially rate it. I'll let you go first. Out of five. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I'm just in a weird place with it. Like, I, I feel like the movie was well made. I don't think it's a good Saw movie. And I guess if it's not meant to be a Saw movie, then okay. <laughs> but, you know, like bits, there were moments where, you know, I, I did enjoy this movie, but then when we got to the end of it, I was like really, really underwhelmed. And then that final trap where it's like you've got to kill your dad or hit that target, you know, you got to hit that target and he does it, but it's like, again, it's it's because it's not Jigsaw. I don't know. It's just like, what even just happened? Why is he dead now? Like, what? I don't know. But I don't know. It's it's a pretty decent movie. It's weird because it's a cop procedural movie more than it is a Saw movie. So for that, I'm going to give it a three out of five. I feel weird, but a three out of five. I can't come uh, Yeah. I... I... I really can't. Again, like, you know, whether it's me, whether it's you, when we're praising this film, we're praising elements that aren't a Saw movie. It is a Saw film. It, it really is. Like, I know but it's are, they saying, aren't they saying it's not? So then, if I it guess... wasn't, mate, don't have Saw mentioned. Don't talk about <laughs> Jigsaw. Don't yeah. set it in that world and have it be a continuation. You're, you're right. It's a Saw uh, film. It's it. Do you know what I mean? Production wise, it's, it's still, still well made. It's this, still well made. It's... This this is a weird comparison, but I'm gonna chuck it out there. The Helen Slater Supergirl film at no point is Christopher Reeve in that as Superman, but it's within that world. Maybe not the best example, but it's what I'm going with. It's very much a part of that franchise, just like Spiral is a part of the Saw franchise. And would Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift be a better comparison? No, because that's a Fast and Furious movie and Vin Diesel's in it. Okay, like that's, a it. Minute. that's it. <laughs> Maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. <laughs> but he's, isn't it? Hey, what I'm trying to say is that... This you see Jigsaw's much... photo? He's in it. <laughs> I do see John from the background, but Tobin Bell, mm. not in this movie. Pretty sure it's the only his one... His photo is, though. Yeah, but that's his photo. That doesn't count. Yeah. The actor's not in it. Anyway, what do you what do you rate in this movie? Maybe I went too high, so maybe I think, I think yours you did. will average us out. I'm not going to go as low as I originally was, um, but I'm going to come up, I'm going to come up to a two point five because Chris Rock, like he's he is excellent in this, and the movie, oh, yeah, nah, again that like, <laughs> I walked out of it feeling flat. I was like, right, okay, that was a thing. I watched it, yeah. To 2.5, and I think that's even probably too high, but that's what I'm going to come in at. Ah, what can you do, eh? I, I wanted to I, like I, that's, that's fair. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to like it. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got some trivia before we finish up. This was the first Saw film, again, it is a Saw film, the first Saw film not to be <laughs> released in October. There you go. If that's interesting enough, I've got some more trivia. 
The spirals in the film allude to the red spiral markings on Billy the puppet, which was often used by Jigsaw to interact with the victims trapped in these deadly games. We all know this. But again, that's where the spiral... Okay, I've got more. Leading (laughs) up to the movie's release, Little Dot Studios Productions and Lionsgate collaborated on the podcast Seeing Saw, the official spiral podcast, where they would be discussing the earlier films in the franchise. Writer Lee Winnell and numerous directors from previous Saw movies all joined the podcast for interviews. So that's um, pretty cool and good to hear that Lee Winnell was in some capacity promoting Saw. (laughs) But that's it. I I just had a couple of things there. I felt as though uh, (laughs) my first point wasn't that interesting. So I thought I'm going to have to add some more so there you go i'm glad you did (laughs) well that's it for our review of spiral from the book of saw please go subscribe and download this podcast on soundcloud and apple podcasts and please leave us a review it helps listeners just like you find the podcast we're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Studio Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmshoepodcast.com. If you missed it, Sounds Like Comics recently revisited um, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, and Rewind and Review celebrated the 20th anniversary of Shrek. And our next review, Army of the Dead. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.